We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friend at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. America faces a choice. This is Battleground America. Here's Tara Servatius. Who's purposely sabotaging power plants all over America? It's happening at a rate no one's ever seen before. Since the beginning of December, there have been 106 attacks on the electrical grid in the United States of America. That's the highest number ever recorded in a single year and the only year ever to reach triple digits. And that's just through, like I said, the beginning of December. Over Christmas, there was four more. In the Washington state area, three of them attributed to burglars, but one to attackers. These are coordinated attacks, not accidental ones that are part of burglaries. Or at least that's what our government claims. But they have such a long history of lying about domestic extremism, you basically can't believe anything they say. We'll get to that in a minute. These, after all, are the people who made up the Russia collusion hoax and then used it to censor tens of millions of Twitter accounts and Twitter posts when it was totally fake. As we now know, that's right, before Hillary even widely used the Russia collusion hoax, and faked Russian interference in an election, the FBI and CIA knew it wasn't real. But they carried on telling you it was for years. That was before lying to you about Hunter Biden's laptop. So understand as I run through this, as they tell you that these attacks are anti-LGBTQ, pro-Trump extremists, take it with a big grain of salt. By the way, the FBI was also caught two months ago doctoring its own internal stats, coding cases that were not right-wing domestic extremism as right-wing domestic extremism. And why is that? Because there isn't a eruption of right-wing terror, but they're faking one. That's why you need to pay particularly close attention to this. Now, as I lay it out, I want you to remember the warnings I've given you over the last year. Watch the electrical grid. The left has become extremely interested in disrupting our supply chains and our electrical grid. And I'm not just talking about their terrorists. I'm talking about their representatives in Washington. There's been attack after attack after attack on our shipping industry, as we've seen in California with the new port rules. All of that designed to take a kneecapping to the food supply chain and the energy supply chain. Using federal and state regulation, as I've documented exhaustively here on Battleground. At this point, they'll do just about anything to take them down, I believe, so they can nationalize them, seize control over food and electricity and means of delivery in our society. Once they have that, they got us. 
Heck, their whole climate change agenda is aimed at taking down the grid. So it never comes back up. At least not in a way that allows the normal functioning of society. But in a way that allows them to disperse electricity as political power, as a means of political power. So keep all of that in mind. Now, when did I start telling you about all this, warning you to watch for attacks on the grid? It was actually in the first couple months of this year when a really weird thing started happening. I did a Battleground podcast on it at the time, right around the time of the Ukraine invasion, the news, and it was freaky to watch Fox News do it once an hour, every hour, day after day after day, reported as a fact that the Russians were going to take down our electrical grid. It was fact. It was indisputable. They had all kinds of ex-CIA commentators on to assure us that, in fact, the Russians were going to take down the grid. They offered not one damn scintilla of evidence. But the FBI kept putting out press releases and Fox News kept repeating it. But then it petered out. And I told you, watch for an attack on the grid that takes out parts or maybe all of the grid to be blamed on Russians. Understand when the FBI is blaming something on the Russians, odds are pretty good. Given their past history, they're lying. And when they blame attacks on domestic right-wing militias, odds are pretty good. They're lying. They have a long history of it. So with all of that as a background, and by the way, um, the endless reporting like drones on how the Russians were going to take down the grid... It stopped and then it picked up again, May and June, again and again and again on Fox News. Russia's going to take down the grid. They're going to take down the grid. They're going to take down the grid. And then it stopped again. So these are the left's, the leftist FBI's two favorite narratives. Either the Russians are going to take out the grid or right wingers are trying to take out the grid. Be very careful. Now, let me tell you what they're claiming. And then I'm going to underline how very thin, non-existent really, their evidence is that it's anyone on the right doing this. Back on December 8th, ABC News went first, reporting that federal authorities are investigating this very disturbing trend of sabotage of utility companies happening on both coasts and pointing out that it has to be more than one person behind this. And that's true because we've had attacks on the West Coast and the East Coast Almost simultaneously. In, in other words, it would be almost impossible for somebody to fly back and forth. So this is obviously a coordinated group doing this. But who? And it says the move comes in the wake of substations being riddled with bullets in North Carolina, leaving tens of thousands without power for days. After a 7 p.m. Saturday night attack on two electrical substations in Moore County, North Carolina, uh, Homeland Security officials called this an intentional and coordinated attack. 45,000 customers were left in the dark after that one. So who's to blame? Well, an LGBTQ nonprofit in North Carolina had set up a drag show at the Sunrise Theater in Southern Pines on Saturday night. Around the same time, the electrical facilities were targeted with gunfire around 7 p.m. That was first attributed by the FBI to right-wing anti-LGBTQ groups on December 8th. But there's a problem with it. Actually, a big problem. There aren't any other drag shows that happened in the vicinity 
on the same day as the other 105 attacks. Just one of them. There's something else the FBI is hoping you won't know that I know because I grew up in North Carolina. They're saying that the Sunrise Theater drag show in Southern Pines on Saturday at the same time the electric facilities were hit is evidence it must have been protest. And they probably figured most people in the nation have no idea that Southern Pines is on the coast. It's about five hours away from Moore County, which is closer to the middle Midwestern part of the state. They're not even close. There's no way you'd do it five hours away in rural Moore County and leave no note crediting the attack. It makes no sense. And how does that explain the other 105 attacks that had nothing to do with the timing of a drag show? It doesn't. It's all a lie. And here's another problem. Just a few days prior to the sabotage in North Carolina, two electrical substations in the Portland area were attacked. So two days before the drag show? Eh, yeah. It doesn't make any sense. And yet, incredibly, weeks later, on December 26th, After four more attacks in Washington state, who is CNN still blaming weeks later? The anti-LGBTQ right-wingers, even though there's no drag show connection of any kind. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. At this point in Washington State. But now they've got two sets of suspects. Investigators have zeroed in, CNN and says, on two possible threads, extremists writing in online forums encouraging attacks on critical infrastructure and, a recent, and recent disruptions of LGBTQ plus events across the nation by domestic extremists. Something strange is definitely going on here. And federal law enforcement um, put out a memo uh, that says that they believe these attacks are being planned in advance on both sides of, you know, the country and that they're coordinated. And the Department of Homeland Security is claiming domestic extremists have had specific plans to attack electricity infrastructure since at least 2020. But then again, our, you know, border is wide open and we know that more than 100 terrorists, the highest number ever, have been caught trying to cross it in the last year. God knows how many got through. Those are the ones we just caught. But if these were terrorist groups, you'd think they would take credit for it. They're not. Now, were our grid ever completely knocked out, the vast majority of the population would die out in 90 days, assuming we couldn't restore it. I've got a lot more faith in local utilities being able to get stuff back up if the federal government's not involved. Why would the FBI make this up? And this is most assuredly a lie. They've got great reasons to. So does the Department of Homeland Security. In fact, in yesterday's podcast, we actually went into that they're using a foreign influence committee to justify to Twitter, they were before Elon Musk, the takedown of accounts that even Twitter executives pointed out were almost all domestic. 
And when they asked the FBI for proof of foreign influence, the FBI not only didn't bother to provide any because there wasn't any, um, but they doubled down and became more aggressive in their demands for the shutdown of accounts. If they uh, can get some sort of domestic extremism takes out the lights thread going, it's going to protect them in their censorship efforts that we know are still going on everywhere but Twitter. It's going to give them the excuse for the bigger power grab they want. And remember how bad that, how big that power grab is in the in the number nine Twitter files release. Tweet number four, Matt Taibbi said, the FBI acts like a gatekeeper for the CIA, the Pentagon, all of these other groups and government agencies that now censor you via the FBI. They have just been wounded with what Elon Musk and Twitter have done. So they need some kind of cover to double down on the censorship. This would give it to them. Also, do not underestimate the FBI recruiting people to do this. We've seen them do that in the Whitmer kidnapping. Almost everybody involved in that and those who came up with the idea to kidnap the governor and blame it on right-wing anti-COVID lockdown extremists were FBI. In fact, they recruited the people to do it after coming up with the plot. So don't think the FBI wouldn't use its informants, paid informants, to do attacks like this. We've seen them already attempt to kidnap a governor and try to put people in prison for it. By the way, it was so bad, the jury refused to convict those the FBI duped and dragged along. So something is up here, folks. But I want you to pay particular attention to this. Warning from Candace Owens. And this is when I became obsessed with the electrical grid and everything going on with it. I'll let Candace remind you of the ties between this and the era before the COVID outbreak. It's a serious question. It's one that you should consider, which is what would you do if they brought the power grid down? And by they, I mean if the government purposefully brought the power grid down. And I'm not asking that question for fun. I'm asking that question because the World Economic Forum um, is predicting that a cyber pandemic, you can look this up, they've been running exercises about it this year, um, is inevitable. You're probably saying, what is a cyber pandemic? It doesn't make any sense. Like, you know, what are, what are we even talking about? Well, first of all, the reason I'm even paying attention to the World Economic Forum and their exercises is because they notoriously, in 2019, ran an exercise for a coronavirus pandemic that oddly all became true. I mean, without one slight difference, they said that uh, the coronavirus was going to escape from a wet market in South America. Of course, when the coronavirus uh, swept the nation, uh, swept the world in 2020, they said that it escaped from a wet market in China. You can still look that up, by the way. That's not a conspiracy theory. Um, That uh, they simulated that coronavirus pandemic. It was the World Economic Forum in collaboration with the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation in collaboration with John Hopkins University. And um, the website is still up and they say, you know, a, a coronavirus pandemic is inevitable. And then boom, it happened the very next year. So uh, people say it's a conspiracy theory to believe that they knew that the coronavirus pandemic was going to happen. You don't have to believe it was a conspiracy theory or you can believe it wasn't a conspiracy theory. It's up to you. I don't really care. The point is, is that they made the prediction, they called it inevitable, and then it happened immediately. So for me personally, that signals to me that I should probably pay attention the next time the World Economic Forum makes a prediction and calls it inevitable. 
And lo and behold, they are predicting that a coronavirus pandemic, uh, a cyber pandemic, pardon, is going to happen and that it is once again inevitable. So if you look into the exercise that they have run this year, I believe they run it in July. Um, they've been meeting and talking about the cyber pandemic, what it would look like. Essentially, uh, their idea is that they're going to have to sanitize the internet uh, because a bug, think of it as, as like a coronavirus for your computer, um, is going to sweep globally. And the only way they're going to be able to stop this bug from infecting everything is to effectively shut down the internet, right? And they were talking about bringing down the power grid in an effort to do this. So imagine the government bringing down the power grid and you would not have access to anything um, that required an electrical charge. This, If this sounds crazy dystopian and like a nightmare to you, um, first, off, first and foremost, this happens in other countries, right? Obviously in Cuba, when the government needs to stop people from communicating, they just bring down the power grid, right? Um, when the uprisings were happening in Cuba, I believe that was earlier this year, coronavirus time feels like, I don't know if it was the end of last year or early this year, they just brought down down the entire electrical grid. Um, but of course, Western nations would never do something like that. If they do it, it's because they need to do it, not because they're becoming evil communist dictators, but because they would need to do it for our benefit. They were talking about the government breaking down, bringing down the power grid. And until they come up with a vaccine, I'm not kidding, this is their words, not, not mine, a vaccine of sorts for the internet, where they would be able to cleanse it and purge it of all of these things that are making it vulnerable. Among those things, they brought up Bitcoin, which is so funny, that one thing that the government can't get a handle on um, that is representing a threat to them and, and the financial markets, their control of the financial markets would be Bitcoin. And suddenly in running the simulation, they realized that Bitcoin you know, could potentially be a problem. If you think I'm kidding, you can look this up. It is called a cyber pandemic. And it's something that every single person should be paying attention to just in case they magically get it right again like they did about the coronavirus pandemic. It's good for us as citizens to pay attention to that and to do what we can to prepare. Battleground America with Tara Servatius. Please subscribe on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Share with friends, family, and other free thinkers. Thanks for listening. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. 
Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.